and I have accepted his invitation to go to Moscow the following year. We arranged that out in the parking lot. <laughs> I found Mr. Gorbachev to be an energetic defender of Soviet policy. He was an eloquent speaker and a good listener. Our subject matter was shaped by the facts of this century. These past 40 years have not been an easy time for the West or for the world. You know the facts. There is no need to recite the historical record. Suffice it to say that the United States cannot afford illusions about the nature of the USSR. We cannot assume that their ideology and purpose will change. This implies enduring competition. Our task is to assure that this competition remains peaceful. With all that divides us, we cannot afford to let confusion complicate things further. We must be clear with each other and direct. We must pay each other the tribute of candor. When I took the oath of office for the first time, we began dealing with the Soviet Union in a way that was more realistic than in, say, the recent past. And so in a very real sense, preparations for the summit started not months ago, but five years ago, when with the help of Congress, we began strengthening our economy, restoring our national will, and rebuilding our defenses and alliances. America is once again strong, and our strength has given us the ability to speak with confidence and see that no true opportunity to advance freedom and peace is lost. We We must not now abandon policies that work. I need your continued support to keep America strong. That is the history behind the Geneva Summit, and that is the context in which it occurred. And may I add that we were especially eager that our meetings give a push to important talks already underway on reducing nuclear weapons. On this subject, it would be foolish not to go the extra mile or in this case, the extra 4,000 miles. We discussed the great issues of our time. I made clear before the first meeting that no question would be swept aside, no issue buried just because either side found it uncomfortable or inconvenient. I brought these questions to the summit and put them before Mr. Gorbachev. We discussed nuclear arms and how to reduce them. I explained our proposals for equitable, verifiable, and deep reductions. I outlined my conviction that our proposals would make not just for a world that feels safer, but one that is really safer. And I'm pleased to report tonight that General Secretary Gorbachev and I did make a measure of progress here. While we still have a long way to go, we have a long way to go, but we're still heading in the right direction. We moved arms control forward from where we were last January when the Soviets returned to the table. We are both instructing our negotiators to hasten their vital work. And the world is waiting for the results. Specifically, we agreed in Geneva that each side should move to cut offensive nuclear arms by 50% in appropriate categories. In our joint statement, we called for early progress on this turning the talks toward our chief goal, offensive reductions. We called for an interim accord on intermediate range nuclear forces, leading, I hope, to the complete elimination of this class of missiles. 
And all of this with tough verification. We also made... We also made progress in combating together the spread of nuclear weapons, an arms control area in which we've cooperated effectively over the years. We are also opening a dialogue on combating the spread and use of chemical weapons while moving to ban them altogether. Other arms control dialogues in Vienna on conventional forces and in Stockholm on lessening the chances for surprise attack in Europe also received a boost. And finally, we agreed to begin work on risk reduction centers, a decision that should give special satisfaction to Senators Nunn.